I'm Noah Brown, and welcome to the Pep Talk Best Business Insights Podcast, where you can find daily tidbits of knowledge on all topics business. On today's episode, we hear from Nicholas Bloom on the HBR IdeaCast. Nicholas is the William Eberl Professor of Economics at Stanford University and the co-director of the Productivity, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship Program at the National Bureau of Economic Research. He is an absolute expert on economic trends and best practices of management in the workplace. To go along with his extensive research and teaching, Nicholas is the recipient of countless awards including the EIB Prize of Economics and the Coughlin Medal. If you enjoy this episode and for more content, see the link in the description to subscribe to the HBR IdeaCast on iTunes. We've looked in the U.S. Uh, over the last 35 years, so going back to uh, 1978. And what, what you see is, firstly, there's a huge increase in inequality. So that probably comes as no surprises to anyone. The rich have got richer. The, you know, the middle has uh, kind of tapered along and the poor have actually done worse over time. But what was amazing in our data is the vast majority of this, so something like 70 or 80% of this increase in inequality can be explained by the firm you work in. So inequality has gone up dramatically, but actually for most people, what's happened is their colleagues have got richer or poorer with them. So inequality is mainly across firms, and actually inequality within firms has really not increased that much. Some people have talked about, for example, the finance sector people in that sector earning a lot more. Are you talking about kind of firms in different sectors here, or is this happening even in the same sectors? No, it's it's even in the same sector. So uh, we can tell broadly the finance sector. We can't go too narrow, so we can't, say, compare hedge funds versus investment banks. But broadly within the finance sector, there seems to be winner and loser firms. And if if you're in a winner firm, your uh, salary and your, your earnings have gone up dramatically, and so have all your colleagues. And if you're in a loser firm, they haven't. In fact, you know, in real terms, they've stagnated. So across uh, each industry you look at, in fact, across regions, across genders, uh, even across ages, it seems to be mainly the firm you're at accounts for most of the increase in inequality. And so firms just seem to play an outsized uh, role in accounting for how much we earn. Is it just that the people who are in those firms who are earning more are more intelligent, more productive? Do they have more education? What's what's going on? One of the nice things about having the, the data, so the data is about 100 million people's uh, earnings per year for the last 35 years in the U.S. So it's every employee in the U.S. And so this is incredibly rich data, and we can follow people over time. When we drill down into it, what we find out that's driving this is really two things, what we call segregation, which is higher ability. And as you, you said, higher education, uh, probably more skilled, probably more experienced, maybe more successful individuals are increasingly clustering into some firms. There's another factor we're going to call sorting, which is some firms also tend to pay more than other firms holding all less equal. So there are some generous payers and less generous payers. And it's also the case that better employees are moving into these more generous paying firms. The bottom line is, you know, very much as you say, high ability people are moving into uh, some firms. They tend to also pay well to start off with. And lower ability people seemingly are left behind in other firms. It seems like this is what companies want. I mean, we've been hearing about the war for talent, for example, for 20 years. So what this says to me is, 
Some companies are winning the war for talent. Why isn't that a good thing? Part of what's driving this is actually outsourcing and the focus on the core competency. So to give you an anecdote, let's think of General Electric. So General Electric, if you look at their accounts, they've had about 300,000 employees for the last 40 years. Very stable in employment. Jack Welsh, you know, their famous CEO before the current guy, Jeff Immel, was a huge proponent of outsourcing. And GE have outsourced just about everything they can. So, you know, the catering and the cleaning and security. And recently they had a big outsourcing deal even on their accounting. So in order to hold their employment constant, they must have a heck of a lot more engineers and scientists than they used to and a lot less cleaners and security guards. So that would be one reason that inequality is primarily going up across firms. Some firms are focusing more and more you know, laser-like on certain activities, and some of those activities require high-skilled people like R&D, and others require low-skilled people. Now, is that a bad thing? That's less obvious. You know, in some senses, you think, look, firms are taking on, you know, there's the old Harvard Business Review 1990 paper, Core Competence. So they're taking this on board. They're going with outsourcing. They're becoming more efficient. That's great that the economy is working well. On the other hand, it makes you worried about kind of ghettoization of these are. Uh, left behind people working in these uh, low-quality firms. And if you remember movies like one of my favorites, Michael J. Fox's The Secret of My Success, where he starts in the mailroom. The mailroom employee is now outsourced and no longer, you know, even in the firm. It's very hard for people to climb up that job ladder. So if we're segregating firms, I think it makes it harder and harder for people to move around. And I think actually it's a problem for increasing inequality. So, so you have a trade-off. It probably increases the efficiency and you know, profitability of companies in the economy. But at the same time, I think increases inequality in a way that's potentially pretty serious. So if outsourcing is one of the reasons this is happening, what are some of the others? Another seems to be there's a growing phenomenon of uh, winner-takes-all firms. Increasingly, you're having one firm dominating sectors. So if you think of online retail, it's becoming dominated by uh, Amazon. You know, they're a huge player. And that wasn't the case with offline retail 30 years ago because it was very hard for one firm to get big. IT and modern technology is making it easier to scale up fast if you're a successful firm. And that's creating winners in certain sectors and the rest of the firms are becoming, in some senses, losers. And that could explain what's happening. So I want to just see if I can understand a little bit more why it is that some companies are advancing and others aren't. I mean, is this as simple as Google taking off and Yahoo fizzling out? Or is there something else kind of going on here? Well, interestingly, we see in the data, if you look at company data, that the spread of outcomes across companies has been rising over about the last 30 years. So it's not just wages that are blowing out, but everything is blowing out across firms. Now, why is that? You know, it's hard to tell. One story is this winner takes all. Technology is making it easier to obtain what's called scale without mass. So you can get big and very successful very fast. Uh, Another could be globalization. Uh, You can think of, you know, the best firms used to dominate their local country markets, but now they can go global and dominate globally. So I'd have to say that's almost another challenge for economists. Um, We see there's an increasing variance of outcomes across firms. We talk about winner takes all. It's less obvious why that is. My sense is it's something about technology because it's a global phenomena. You know, it's quicker to become a winner firm, but there are also, you know, more winner firms and also that hence a lot more loser firms. And I'm sure your listeners, you know, they're in business are probably experiencing this, that businesses and markets are probably becoming in some senses more competitive. And there are some firms dominating and others that are struggling to keep up. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the HBR IdeaCast on iTunes. 
And that's all for today, Pep Talk Nation. Be sure to listen in tomorrow for more quality business insights.